0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Welcome to the Gospel Project Leader Training Podcast for students. My name's John Paul. Today we're looking at Unit 32, Session 4, The Church is United Under Godly Leaders. The Scripture for this lesson is 2 Timothy 1, 8-14 and 2 Timothy 2, 1-7. And the main point for this session reads, God empowers church leaders to proclaim and guard the gospel. And in this text, if I was going to break this text down, I would break it down into two major categories as I'm thinking about how to teach this to students. The first would be, don't be ashamed of Christ or one another. And the second would be, guarding the good deposit. There are a couple of things that are happening here. Paul is writing this letter to Timothy from prison. And so you see him say in this text, don't be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. And so there's a conversation here to have with students about what that looks like to be ashamed of Christ or ashamed of the gospel, which is something that can creep up in a student's life in a very unexpected way. Some of them, it's it's more pronounced, but often this shame comes when it comes to a moment where someone asks a pointed question. So maybe a younger middle school student that's, um, that's really searching for their identity and growing up in a Christian home and they begin to pray over over their meal at lunch and somebody questions them on it right away why why are you praying over your lunch and in that moment maybe there's a there's a hint of shame there or maybe an overwhelming shame there i, I don't know i, I don't want to stand out i don't i don't want to do anything that offends or or makes me different than the rest of the crowd and so, oh, I'm not going to talk about that. I don't know. It's just something I used to do. It's not important. Um, it would be just one example. There's a thousand examples, though, when shame might creep up. And so what does it look like to be unashamed of Christ? And, and what are the things that we know about the gospel and we know about Jesus that allow us to um, to take joy in Christ, and to take joy in the gospel, and to not be ashamed. There's also that not being ashamed of one another, and this call to unity and solidarity that we see throughout Scripture. What does it look like? Sometimes we're um, maybe ashamed of some of the people that we know that are also Christians in the way that we. Don't socialize with them unless we're at church because maybe they're not in the cool crowd or whatever it is. So what does that look like to have that unity with Christ and with one another as the body of Christ? And so there's also the conversation of guarding the good deposit as Paul words it to Timothy. What does that look like? And there's several things under that in that second Timothy passage of being strong in grace. Teaching others, uh, entrusting that truth to other faithful men who will, who will teach others. Sharing in sufferings. Not getting distracted, which we see in the... Um, Paul illustrates that in talking about a soldier not getting distracted with um, civilian needs, but instead being concerned with what his commanding officer is telling him to do and then competing according to the rules, as he uses the illustration of an athlete that won't get crowned unless he competes according to the rules. All of these things play into guarding that good deposit, and so this conversation with students, I think, can be a really fruitful, very practical conversation as you dig into why someone might be ashamed of Christ or someone else, and then how that would trickle into this responsibility to guard this good deposit. Often, you know, e- even with the main point here, um, being that God empowers church leaders to proclaim and guard the gospel, often this may be something that students say, well, that's for a pastor to do. That's for the leaders of my church to do. Um, maybe, or maybe not, but maybe that is for my parents to do. That, that's, for, that's for authorities for authorities." To do. And the truth of this, and I think something that can be exciting conversation is to to bring this down to them to say, hey, this responsibility is not someone else's. If you claim Christ, this responsibility is yours. Once you have the light of the gospel in you, you are now part of the body of Christ. And that body of Christ is called to make disciples and to be a light in the darkness. And so What is our responsibility, not as necessarily a pastor or a missionary, but a son or daughter of Christ? Because our occupation is what we get to do, but our identity is who we are in Christ. And as believers, we are sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. And so in that identity, we're called to be strong in grace. We're called to teach others this gospel message so that the gospel message can continue to move throughout the generations. We all have this gospel message because somebody else took this charge seriously and told us so that we can now tell someone else and so on and so on. And sharing in sufferings, why is this important enough for us to be reconciled with the fact that we might share in suffering over the gospel at some point? What does suffering look like? What does it mean to, to live life in a way that uh, sacrifices some of the things that we might want or some of the comforts that we might enjoy? This is a great place to, to inject the Christ connection that says, because Jesus died to serve the church, pastors and leaders and all of us Uh, Anyone that claims Christ are called to live sacrificially to serve the church as well. So uh, this really can be some great conversation and some conversation that gives you a great insight to where your students are and what their understanding is of their own ownership of their faith. Hope this is helpful for you as you teach this session. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Gospel Project Training Podcast. Um, for student ministry leaders, and we will see you next time.